Sunday of the blessed month of Aviv, and also today we are celebrating that tomorrow we are going to start the <coughs> feast of our mother, Virgin Mary. Yeah, I'm sure this is one of the fasts that everyone in the church is looking for it the whole year. So today we'll try to mix the two events together, the brokenness and the revival and the blessings that we can have in our life. If you are coming this morning and you feel that you are broken for any reason, for a relationship maybe with the closest people with you, maybe your husband, your wife, your kids, your parents, the Lord is encouraging me and you today it's a new day. Today it is a new meaning and understanding of this brokenness in your life. If you look to Virgin Mary from day one, since she received the good news, if you imagine the angel is telling her such wonderful news that she's going to be the mother of the most holy. Even in some of our prayers, we call her most holy mother of God. And if you look to the eyes of Saint Joseph, looking for his betrothed girl, and she found out that she is pregnant. What sort of feeling our brokenness in her heart? She can't prove it to him, but the Lord was there to show him the reality of what has been done. If you are coming broken this morning, the Lord is encouraging me and you that you, are not, you will never go home broken as you come. And he will give me and you a different meaning of brokenness to grow and to mature and to see the reality and the cause behind everything in our life. So let me start with you, the words of St. Augustine. We are coming sometimes distorted, and we are coming to be restored in Christ. St. Augustine is praying for you and for me and with us all. Send the ray of your wisdom to scatter our darkness. This darkness makes my brokenness an end. The Lord is telling you amid your brokenness is a new beginning, and it's a new mystery of a new revival in your life for your image to shine in us. Psalm 31 was showing us a great cry. You, are, you might come this morning with this cry before the Lord. I am forgotten like a dead man. Out of mind, I am like a broken vessel. If you are still feeling this brokenness, if you cry for your son or your daughter, your husband, your wife to come back to the Lord, and you are a broken vessel or like a broken vessel, is encouraging you and me this morning and telling you, rely on me and find out a way and hope in the most holy one, our Lord Jesus Christ. In Psalm 147, there is a reply to this brokenness. He heals the brokenhearted, but make a difference between a broken heart and contrite heart and humble heart as David was praying in Psalm 50 and someone just out of self-pity and broken. There's a big difference between both of them. Ask yourself, are you broken today? Because you really need healing. Really, you feel that you are broken and you are in need of a, a new revival in your life. Or just sort out this problem and I don't want any, anything else from you. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. If you are coming with any sort of wounds, is ready and able to bind up whatever wound you have. Saint Cyprian is telling you and me, if you are coming with any sort of fear, what fear is there in this life to the man whose guardian in this life is God? It's not only a guardian, he's going to unite himself with you in the end of the liturgy, to make you one with him, to make his power to be my and your power as well. So what is the reality of our brokenness? 
three points I would like to put in front of your eyes, and please think of it carefully. First thing, there is an outward problem. I have a real circumstances. I have a real problem with a friend, with my wife, with my husband, with my kids, with my parents, with my health, with whatever it is. I have a real problem from outside. And this is a cause of my brokenness. But there's something else. There's an inward problem as well. Sometimes the problem is I have an old wound in my heart, an old wound in my past and I'm not able to face it. Maybe it's a time to confess it, to bring it up to the surface and to share it with your father of confession or to find a Christian counselor to help you to heal your inner wound. The brokenness always has a great cause in your own personal spiritual maturity. He is not here to tell you you are broken. He's here to tell you this brokenness for a cause and for a great cause in your life. The third thing is, there's an upward problem. And unfortunately, this is the easiest way we can do. We start blaming God. Why me? Why he? Why she is doing so and so? If you have this problem till now, he's telling you and me, it's time to focus on him. To find out not only the cause of your brokenness, but to find out also the joy and the blessings that are going to come out of this brokenness. Let me imagine with you for a minute, if this young lad who had five loaves of bread and two fish was asked to bring those little things that you have to the Lord, and he can say no, it would make a big problem for me with my mom. This is my food, I have to eat it. And that's it, there is no multiplication. In many occasions we are refusing to offer what, is, what little we have before the Lord. That's why the multiplication is not there. We refuse to be broken in the hand of the Lord. And that's why there is no multiplication and no blessing in my life. But this lad accepted to give the little he has. And then he was surely fed. And the 5,000 were fed. And there was also leftovers for 12 baskets for whoever is still hungry out of this great multitude. So if you come before the Lord with any sort of brokenness, inward, outward, upward, is telling you, if you accept this brokenness in a good sense, if you see that my hand is going to heal you, to heal an inner wound, to heal something from your circumstances, and to tell you that I'm not the one who is going to be blamed always, I'm here to give you life and life abundant, and I'm going to use everything for your own goodness. According to St. Clement of Alexandria, when he was trying to define the goodness of God, said God is good, it doesn't mean that he is always doing good things only. For St. Clement of Alexandria, God is good because he is able to convert every evil act, even in your life, into something good. He is able to, to convert every brokenness into multiplication, into a blessing in your life and in my life. But what are the reasons of this brokenness? In Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, and we know, unfortunately, we know the verse, but we don't know what is in it. We, know, we don't know that my brokenness today is for my own goodness if I love the Lord. So he's trying to encourage us and Paul. If you'd like to know the reason, you have to know first that your God is a good God. And he's going to make a miracle out of your brokenness in your life and in the life of everyone around you. 
But we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. He wants to tell me this is the reason, that's why stop blaming me. I'm trying to make goodness out of everything in your life. Virgin Mary didn't say to the angel, I can't face my, my man, Joseph. She said, let it be according to your word. She knew that she is going to go through a hard time. And even at the very end of the life of our Lord on the cross, she was praising and saying, and we say it every day in the ninth hour, the whole world is rejoicing that he is dying on the cross. But she is a mother. If you are in this position as a mother or the father, and you feel that you are broken, know that Virgin Mary went through it, and she's interceding for you on whatever you are passing through it. Second thing is in Hebrews 12, 11. So the first thing of this brokenness, I want to make good things out of this brokenness. The second thing, now, no <coughs> chastising seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Yes, when you go through hard time, it's very painful. But because we can see the hand of our good father behind it, we know there's something good coming out of it. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. As if he's telling you and me, you are in a training now. I'm training you to be fruitful in righteousness. Maybe all your life, you never faced the re this reality. Maybe all your life, you have <clears throat> been hearing about the Lord. And today he is telling you, I'm bringing you into the laboratory. You are now, my own <coughs> hands are working in you. My heart is totally with you because I want to bring goodness out of your brokenness, multiplication and the miracle out of your brokenness. The Bible <coughs> is full of many examples. And you can see every great man in the Bible, has, he has been broken first. Why? Because he, it's a preparation for a new miracle. Abraham became the father of many nations, the father of faith. But before that, he, became, he was barren. He was not able to, give, to have children for a long time. And to make it more worse for him, <clears throat> God changes his name from Abraham to Abraham, a father of many. How come he believed that this brokenness will lead him to be the father of all faithfuls? Jacob, the same thing. Became Israel, which means prince was God. But this prince was wounded while he was wrestling with the Lord. Joseph became the second man in Egypt after 13 years of suffering, starting from his family, from his brothers, till the house of Potiphar, till the very end. Because the Lord he was telling him, you are going through this brokenness because I am preparing you to be the second man in Egypt. Job, the same thing. He had double of his state in the end of his life, but through a long journey of suffering. Why? He wants to purify him. He was righteous in his own eyes. Maybe this is your problem this morning. <clears throat> you are coming before the Lord, you feel, why me? I am righteous enough. Why this suffering? And he's telling you, because of your own personal righteousness, I'm trying to purify you once more. Moses became the great deliverer of the whole Israelites. First, he lost his position. 
and went <coughs> uh, for 40 years in the wilderness to be able to be trained to come back into Egypt again at the age of 80 to lead his people out <coughs> of the land of slavery. One more thing, <coughs> the Ron is trying to tell you and me, I am the great potter. <coughs> in Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 4, and the vessel that made he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to make. It's telling you everything in your past. Now I'm going to remold you, reshape you according to the best of my eyes. When you accept my hands molding you, it's painful for the potter to make a beautiful pot in the end. Why? Because he's squeezing it and he's reforming, remolding it. But in the end, it would be an honor, honorable pot in front of everyone. See your life in the hand of the great potter, and he's able to make it. In the same Psalm, Psalm 31, it shows us how I have a remedy of this brokenness. And again, three verses and three simple words. First word is relationship. You were seeking him maybe for years to pass your exam, to find a job, to marry, to do whatever you want. He's telling you now, I'm seeking a relationship. In a brokenness, it's a time to be more connected with the Holy Trinity, more connected with your, with your own Savior. For you are my rock. You are relying on many different people around you. But now I have only one thing. You are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lend me and guide me. The relationship starts that I can't see anyone in the world can help me anymore. Yes, I'm not denying the world, I'm not denying the fellowship of the <clears throat> members of the body of Christ, but I'm relying more on you. You are my rock, you are my fortress. So first thing to remedy my brokenness is to find out that he is the one, and I'm looking for him and for him alone. I need to restart a real relationship with him. The second thing is I need to realize something totally different. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy. He is not banishing me. He is not destroying me. I'm enjoying his mercy in a different way. For you have considered my trouble. He knows your trouble. You have known my soul in adversity. He is telling you, it's very important to realize that I feel your feelings. I know what you are going through it, but I am here to comfort you until you trust in me. And this is the last point, that I rely on him and him alone. Same Psalm 31 and verse 1. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. You have put your trust many times in your intelligence, in your money, in your relationships. It's time to tell him, I trust you and you alone. To see that your brokenness is going to be something totally different. To be a journey of healing and joy for you and maybe for your whole family that you never dreamed of. But sometimes we are stuck with blaming God. Why me? Why all these things happening to me? But it's time to be restored. It's time to tell him, thank you, Lord. I cannot understand why, but I trust your goodness and I'm able to restart a new relationship 
and to realize that your mercy is above all. And in you and in you alone, I trust. St. John Chrysostom is encouraging us once more that there is no one stronger than him who enjoys the heavenly help and no one weaker than him who is deprived of it. It's not only a heavenly help, it's the heavenly life of Christ given to you and me in the end of the Eucharist. St. Paul is encouraging us once more, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We are all earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God, not of us. You, were, you felt at one point you are strong and you are better than others. He's showing you in love that you are an earthen vessel to see the goodness of God, to see the power of God working in you. And finally, the ultimate goal of brokenness, the Lord himself. He accepted to be broken on the great Sabbath day and then on the cross on Friday. And here what St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11:24. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So your master has been broken to give you his life. And he's telling you and me, when you are broken, you are enjoying a different level of relationship with me. When you are broken, you will see what I have done for you on the cross and inviting you to enjoy its fullness nowadays. St. Augustine is telling you and me, you are not in a normal day. Yes, you come to church on Sunday, but this is not a normal day. Every Sunday is a new day. Every day in your life is a new step in your relationship with God. Through the Holy Eucharist, the faithful eats and drinks the life of Christ. Let us all enjoy this day. Let's all enjoy our brokenness, seeking this blessing, seeking this revival in a new dimension, to rely on him, to restart a relationship with him, and to realize how gracious, how merciful he is. May the good of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now.